And now, insurance-minded speeches from GEICO. It's a common expression, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. However, what if the horse's mouth is filled with useful insurance tools? This is the exact case with the GEICO app. Yes, the app is free and therefore a gift horse. However, look inside the app and behold, emergency roadside assistance, digital ID cards, bill pay. Get the GEICO app, look it in the mouth, get amazing services. Thank you. Who do you turn to for advice? Sometimes your best friend's brother's cousin's aunt just isn't good enough. What then? Ask Sarah. In the same tradition of Dear Abby, Sarah is a gently blunt, practical, and wise advisor who brings with her a wealth of personal and professional knowledge coupled with gentle humor. Sarah offers inspiration and advice to help you live more fully and powerfully in your own life. Tune in every day to connect with the information and ideas you need to hear. Well, hello and welcome to this week's edition of Sarah Says Cocktail Hour. I am Sarah Zink, your host for the show. I am Marla Watson, your producer and co-host for the show. Woohoo! And this week we are in my hometown. We are at Mellow Mushroom Mansfield, and I could not be more delighted to welcome to today's show the reluctant uh, visitor, the reluctant guest, uh, Lonnie, who is the manager here, and she is also the Uber bartender who is going to be talking about this week's cow, the cocktail of the week. We have two of them. Huge kudos and shout out to Mellow Mushroom for bringing us two and for offering green specials. We're going to be here for about an hour. You want to show up? We have got 50% off two special drinks. And the first one that we're going to talk about is this amazing, fabulous thing, beautiful beverage called Shroom Tea. Talking to the mic. <laughs> Tell you it was beautifully separated and sadly we delayed. And it has a yummy. So tell me who came up with this and uh, how, just, how long does it take to learn how to make one of these? Um, it's generally it is just like a similar drink that is out there at the Long Island Ice mm. which has been around for many many years. Um, the shroom tea originated in one of our Melanoxin stores. Uh, a bartender was kind of messing around um, with the Long Island iced tea and created this one. Um, it's a good twist because it's a little bit sweeter than the Razzmatazz and Prosecco. It is. Now, what's Razzmatazz? Clearly, I am not. Razzmatazz is a raspberry flavor with the core. Yes, and we use good type of Work with the whiskey and Wasser girl. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Help us low learners. Raspberry and the blueberry. So it's basically a blueberry. Okay, so seriously, so what you have is a raspberry. Liqueur. Liqueur and a blueberry. Liqueur. Okay. Raspberry and blueberry <laughs> liqueur. How can you go wrong with that? <laughs> no. And then vodka. Uh, vodka, gin, and rum. 
Island. It's an old Long Island too with a mellow mushroom yes. twist. Yeah, always wow. a twist. Always a twist. Well, so this is a fabulous drink. Tell me about Mellow Mushroom and uh, bartending here and uh, why do you work here? How do you like it? And, you know, I hear there's that owner, Kim Swanson. I'd love for you to talk about how great she is because, you know, we love her hard. We, all, we, all we love do love her hard. Love her hard. Um, mm-hmm. I've actually been with the company for two years. We're working on it. 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 We're um, we sell, you know, amazing pizza, all fresh. Um, we use the best product available to us. Um, and when something new does come out, we venture out, test it. And if it is something that works with our brand, we definitely bring it in. And you know what I think is great is we've got the Mellow Mushroom here in Mansfield, but there's also Mellow Mushroom in Arlington and Fort Worth as well. Yeah. Exactly. I was going to say. No, no, no. 
alcohol. Alcohol, alcohol kills the germs. Kills the germs. Yeah. <laughs> so they say. That's so what they, they say. say. Yeah. It changes it from the blue to like a periwinkle. We should try and name all the colors as it as it kind of evolves. It does. It's like a periwinkle now ish. It does have a periwinkle. Like blue bonnet ish. Blue bonnet and Indian peach. Blue bonnet. Oh, Look at that. Uh, I can't well, we're, we're, here, we're here for you. So y'all it. keep, those of you who might be watching this live, if we haven't lost you yet, we're going to be, yeah, we're not drunk yet. We got way more alcohol for this. Uh, yeah, we will keep you updated as to the palate changes that I know my friend Lynn Swihart, who's a PMS fanatic, will be telling us. That's PMS number blah, 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 blah. So... All right. Now, I know there's another drink, and you're probably going to have to pop up and go get it. I so know. while you're popping, oh, she's making gestures. I'm making the Making gesture. the Not an ugly gesture, though. Not no ugly Never. gesture. So <clears throat> we have our second drink of this week. And I'm telling you folks who might be watching, they're beautiful. Don't miss out. Come on out here. Uh, these particular drinks are on the never heard of 50% off only during the podcast. Never so, I mean, never heard of. So, uh, you have about 50 minutes to hop on down to Mellow Mushroom in Mansfield and uh, give these drinks a try. What is this loveliness? So, this is a margarita, but no regular margarita. This is called our RB margarita. RB. RB margarita. Um, RB. Uh, actually, RB is named after our president of our company, Richard Brush. Oh, cool. He would come into Mellow Mushrooms and other restaurant concepts and just say, make me your best margarita for years. And he came up with this one after finally having the best one. Oh, yeah. So should I say, bring me your best crown of water? <laughs> yeah. I'll start saying that. I think they would all okay. I mean, that's a pretty easy one. Yeah, that's a pretty that's easy, easy one. They're all going to be crown. Oh, look at her. You, I just need to drink faster. That's all I do. Hi, Jake. Two fingers, two fingers and meat. Two fingers and meat. That's too little. Okay, back to your drink. RB. The RB margarita. Um, once again, we are using um, all natural organic agave sour mix this time. All natural organic. I mean, this is not easy to find. Are you making this too? Uh, we are making this in house. Yeah. And once again, this is from the Orchard Islands. Impressive. Organic lime and lemon juice. Um, we use an ammonian agave syrup as a sweetener. Um, so it is all all natural, 100%. Um, the agave is also organic. And so, for the non margarita drinker, then most of the other stuff that people are putting in here is got a lot of crap in it. It's got a lot of sugar. Sugar. Um, Too sweet? Makes it too sweet? <gasps> well, that makes this one mine. <laughs> look, look at the new versus the old. Here we go. Look at those. Are they not beautiful? Blue bonnet. Paper. not getting too sweet. That's what I don't like about mm-hmm. sweet drinks when you were talking about liqueurs normally. Wait, let me think. Yes. I'll try the fresh. Makes the black liquor on the bottom. So it stirs on the bottom. 
Your mask for the shrimp tea because I don't like sweet drinks, that's why I drink brown water. That is sweet, but it's got that tart yes, and that makes it not feel like I'm drinking a milkshake. Yes, and that, that's where I don't like fresh, that. Or um, soda, like sour mix comes in. It is using a fresh ingredient. How do you make sour? Um, we have fresh lime juice, fresh lemon juice, and in this one, we use a simple syrup instead of the agave. Mm-hmm. Um, and mix it together, add a little water, you're ready to go. How impressive is that that they make their own sour? I want to give some shout outs. Oh, we have shout outs. Is that Tammy Talbot with 21? Oh, too fast. Y'all is too fast. So we have a lot of folks watching today. Hello to everybody. That's right. You shout out to us, we shout out back. Perfect. Thank you so much. Okay. Right. No, you're margarita. good. Back to the RV margarita. Um, so, again, we are using our fresh, all-natural, organic agave sour mix in this one. We are using Patron Silver and Patron Citron, which is, of course, a Patron for orange Okay, pop, wait, wait, wait. For the non-margarita drinking filter, yes. I'm going to repeat back what I think you just said. You have an orange liqueur in the margarita? Yes, and it's actually Patron Spring. So in a normal margarita, you would do a tequila, a triple sec, which is also an orange liqueur, and mm-hmm. then your sour mix. And this one, we're using the Patron all the way around with the Patron Silver. Yeah, we're handing these drinks back and forth over electronics. I know my friend Michael over at... Um, so then I call Apple and I say, I don't know how that that liquid got in the <laughs> We love Sarah says. That's right. Thanks, Apple. I appreciate that. So orange versus the tri- instead of triple sex. Correct. It should say it's the Patron brand of the Patron one. And it's really good. It's fresh up here. You are the shot mistress. Look at you. That's really good. And you know what? You can tell the fresh. You can. And I will that's say, fresh lime juice. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's off the chain. Yeah. And it makes all the difference. All the difference. All the difference. I know it requires some lead time on it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. How much do y'all go through? Oh, quite a bit. Um, and we actually, I'm not saying that we are squeezing the lemon from lime juice. We are getting. What? Okay, we're shows over. They're not squeezing the lemon. <laughs> okay. But here's the deal: you're still doing yeah. more than putting oh, those restaurants yeah. there. Yeah, we're not just taking it out of one bottle. We'll forgive you for not squeezing it as long as it tastes like that. I know. Well, and honestly, I respect the not squeezing it. That's not good use of man hour. I was going to say, I've squeezed a lime before, and I was so excited to get a teaspoon. Oh, my God, I got a teaspoon. (laughs) Yeah, 5,000 limes later, you came up with four four liters. there's your drink. Sorry it took took two days just to squeeze all the limes. That's right. Yeah, you got to call ahead if you want this drink. No, these are fabulous. And I have this. Oh, you go. I no, the Patron Silver is um, a, a milder tequila. Silver's. Um, yeah, no, I was just. That was my next question. Talk to me about Patron. 
So well, we have different. There's it's it's lighter. The sil- any silver tequila is going to be lighter. Mm-hmm. It's lighter in color. It's lighter in flavor. Um, it's just, and I think it works so much better in the drink than. That's a. I will tell you again. I'm the Crown of Water Girl, but that is a fabulous margarita. And what I, I'm telling you, you can tell the fresh in it. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's you can tell the fresh. One hundred percent. What's your favorite drink? Uh, I drink mandarin vodka and soda. Mandarin orange sauce, too? Okay, I gotta tell you, we have been to a few other places, and they they introduced me to a ruby red grapefruit oh, yes. and, and soda. What? What well, was in a Bloody Mary of all things? Oh, okay. Oh, it was off the chain. Yeah. And then uh, a few others. So I have to tell you, I continue to be impressed. I, we folks, you see, you know, I'm actually doing the show so that I can drink new drinks. But the best part is is finding out what restaurants do that work. They make these drinks that are fabulous. They are really good. And also, we are not cocktail shops. We love a good, well-crafted cocktail. But you can find a really great cocktail no matter where you go a lot of times. Oh, you bet. And the Mellow Mushroom goes with that. It's a place or a place to get a beer or whatever. We're really elevating this Oh, yeah. This absolutely elevates the... Uh, oh, wait. <gasps> We have a, a blending. Look, we have a new color. We have a new color. And wait, where's your whole piece I would call that dusty sky blue. Dusty, look. Or that's Texas sunset. Look, look at the Texas sunset. Uh, no, it's kind of gray sky going to rain with a hint of sunset. Yeah, just like the clouds above the sun. The clouds above the sun. <laughs> it's, it's really cool. We're, two, it. we're two and a half drinks in, folks. It's just, it. it's just uphill from here. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I got a question. Yeah. Just based on the message, do you have a piece of type of menu? Um, I say we've got a lot of beer drinkers in town. Um, you know, definitely. But our we've incorporated new and different wines that those those sales are rising as well. And um our cocktails ever changing. Okay, so Teresa Davis says this all sounds yummy. Oh, Beaufort, South Carolina would like for us to know that they're snowed in, but they're they like cocktails too. Oh, Angela Franklin. Come on, this is our job. She's jealous because it's two o'clock in the afternoon. Here's what she says cocktails at two o'clock on a work day? Hey, mellow mushroom, my friend. Oh, yeah, Teresa Davis's comment, margarita. <laughs> margarita. Oh, and Aaron Gomez says, we are off the chain. Well, look at all this alcohol, Aaron. Draw your own conclusions. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so who's got questions here? And, you know, we keep asking different questions, but I think it's important to talk about the fact that you really have fun with your cocktails, and it's not something that you're not willing to play with. Well, we definitely do pairings um, with drinks and beer and food. Definitely. Um, what does this go with? What does the uh, shroom tea go with? And that's, that's the thing with cocktails. It's more beer-oriented, and that's what I was going to say. A cocktail, you know, you're going to have, you're going to enjoy, and, I mean, it really goes with, with anything. <laughs> And that's for dessert as well. 
yeah, so here's my <laughs> phrase, alcohol goes with anything, just in case anybody's wondering. Yes. I'm not a cocktail slob, snob. I will eat anything and drink crown of water for this, but I'm expansive. You know, the comfortable with a drink called shroom. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Family friendly. Family friendly. family-friendly show without mentioning the zinc birthday party. <laughs> you cannot talk about that. Um, Here, I'm going to trade you. Even, you can have two margaritas. I really couldn't tell a funny one that wouldn't be <laughs> or appropriate. Wow. You know, that's just <laughs> not right. It kind of wow. is right. Well, I do come here often. I do. I mean, that's like my spot right down there. I, I really can't think of. What is the craziest drink that someone's ordered that you had? You were like, uh, what? And they had to tell you how to make it. Let's see. I can't even think of. It doesn't. Are the weirdest ingredients? Crazy. Come on, work with me, Lana. I know. I'm trying to think. Live TV here. I know. I got TV. nothing. I got nothing. Help me. Yeah, um, Help me. I'm trying to think of. hard to keep you living in the manner in which you'd like to become accustomed. <laughs> Although I bet if you came up here, Tim Slauson would buy you a drink, Larry Zink. Larry, Larry Zink wants to know why he's at home. <laughs> oh, because you are the you are the sun around which I circle, man. That's why you're at home. I mean, seriously. Think Zink, be Zink. Have you been Zink? Get Zink. Get Zink. I even have a look. Wait, hang on. Oh, wait, hang on. Wait, just, just work with me here. You ready? Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, I don't know. Will they be able to hear it? Oh, well, if you're, if you're listening on the radio, you can hear it. Have you been zinked? Have you been zinked? All right, sorry. Moving on. We need more alcohol clearly at this table. I know. Clearly. Clearly. clearly yeah. All right. I think we've pretty much exhausted all the possibilities here. So when you're at home, you still create cocktails, being a bartender, or you go on a bottle of 
flavored sparkling water and fresh fruit. And everyone thinks that went to just enjoy it. Wine and, and sparkling fruit. Wait, sparkling, sparkling flavored water. Flavored yeah, water? Like you can get raspberry, but more of a wine fritter. Exactly, yes. Okay. More like refreshing. Okay. Red or white. How come she knows all the fancy terms that I'm like, when is this crystal? She's a fritzy girl. She's got her fancy pants on today. <laughs> She's got her fancy pants. But if nobody's coming over, I've got a beer in my hand. <laughs> What's your yes. favorite beer? Go ahead. Oh, this is plus lighter We don't judge. We don't judge. Yeah. Wow, we got Miss Ruby Reed walking in, and look, we've got Miss Lisa Lambert. So we've got a few folks strategically because they know we're gonna call them. <laughs> I'm gonna call them on air. Well, we're gonna run into the next half of this show and uh, to listen to that you're going to have to tune in on Friday on Blog Talk Radio but we are going to be talking about women in the next half of the show women and uh, self-image and why do we tell women to be themselves and then oh wait not like that so thank you for tuning in for the uh, cocktail hour at Mellow Mushroom Mansfield see you next week (laughs) thank you my friend we appreciate you you're awesome all right, so for the second half of the show, we're going to be talking about women and uh, the whole concept of how women are um, telling one another and we're setting ourselves up in such a way that we want you to uh, be yourself, but not like that. And so I want to start it off with a letter I got from a listener, and it is absolutely um, – <clears throat> It was a pretty fabulous letter that I got, and it was uh, a question in that this listener had gone to an event, and she saw a woman there, and the woman had quite a bit of facial hair, and work with me on this, though, don't don't judge yet. The conversation was that um, for uh, what we tell women is that we want you to be yourself. But not like that. So she was at an event, and she ran into um, the a woman who was probably placed in a women's organization. And this woman had some facial hair, some serious facial hair. Now, are we wrong when we look at another woman and say, hey, you need to represent, you need to be a good image, you need to blah, 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 blah. Um, so her question to me was, am I caving into social pressure to look a certain way? Am I shallow? Am I being a mean girl? She doesn't think she is, but she's open to the conversation. And ladies, this is something we don't talk about. But let me ask you this question, which I think really takes it even deeper. Instead of facial hair, if she was criticizing her waist or the fact that maybe she didn't have the newest hairstyle or she wasn't pretty, wasn't wearing makeup, well, you know, where's the line? When? And where's the line in that you need to conform, that you need to fulfill a social norm to look a certain way? So um, certainly you're welcome to go to sarahsays.com. Uh, no. Facebook.com slash sarahzsays. <clears throat> Thank you for not correcting me, Marla. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, or you can go to um, facebook.com slash thezinkster. And you can post your question or comment there and let us know what you think. But, Marla, let's talk about this. What are your thoughts on uh, the whole concept? Well, when you first read that letter to me, 
I think you knew. I, I kind of got a little, not defensive, but I know that battle. There are so many of us that know that battle. I mean, when I was 38 years old, I started getting little hairs that I was not aware of, or I was aware of, but I wasn't sure what the heck was going on. I have a condition called polycystic ovarian but while I learned how to manage kind of that and learned that, and quite frankly, ladies, I, I thought that it was just me, but I have found out from all of my friends that everybody has some sort of. <laughs> you got that there. I mean, there's a social feminine here, if you will. And um, it has been a debate of my existence sometimes because I think people so easy, but it's like when a pimple or something is on your face, they'll look at, look at it and they don't realize that they're staring at it. And I've heard people say things before to about others, and I think instead of being so scared of it, that we all just admit, like, we all, we all do the same thing that men have to do, and especially culturally um, different, uh, as we experience different cultures, they also, I mean, the people are they're very used to it, so they've been managing since, you know, to end up literally the price, they have been doing waxes and things like that in Egypt and all over. Well, and let's talk about the difference between here and in Europe where you know, hair is, I mean, I remember growing up, we had, um, you know, you're shaving religiously, you're shaving any body part that yes. doesn't move or is shown to the, you know, and here's the other thing, let's think about shaving similarly to back in um, the early days, I guess you would say, where uh, you had to powder your face. I even saw in some historical research I was doing where women used to have these masks that they would wear on their face so that they wouldn't get any sunshine on it. But here's the funny part. They had to hold it in their mouth with a little uh, grommet kind of thing that would hold it in their mouth. And here's to them that was perfectly normal. So here we are shaving and worrying about facial hair. You know, when you and I were not even born yet, there were ads that were criticizing women for being too skinny that a man would never want you, that you, you wouldn't look good or whatever. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So the concept here is we are conforming to what we're told is beautiful. It's the media, Sarah. You know how I feel about this. Well, as, as do I, but let's take it a step farther. The media only wins when we do what they say. Exactly. And so let's talk about when you have, I mean, I want to use facial hair. I have it, and I tweeze it and whack it and all that, but what if I quit? What, you know, I come in to do, <laughs> to do a Facebook Live, and I'm competing with Jake down there at the end of the, the bar for, uh, no, you I know, facial hair. That. I would doubt that. But, but I mean, yeah. think about it. You you worry about your facial hair. I mean, yeah. I, so at what point do we tell women to be themselves? Be yourself. Be yourself, Marla. And you dye your hair pink or mauve, or purple, or whatever, or you get tatted up like I do, or you don't tweeze your facial hair, at what point then do we say, it's okay, be yourself? I think it's becoming more and more to be okay as a woman, because so many women are standing up for different things that you never knew about, you know, things that you didn't realize were actually source spots for certain women, and as each woman finds their own source spot, if you will, or source spots, mm, their own pain, their own pain, the more we talk to each other and the more that we don't create judgmental experiences for everybody, I think it's the better. I really was refreshed in being able to talk to Sarah about this because for years I kept wondering, oh, girl, why aren't you doing a show on this that evidently affects women everywhere? Mm -hmm. And if Oprah wasn't even covering it because maybe it was too controversial, 
Okay. Can we pause here? I mean, think about what you just said, and it isn't you. It's just facial hair removal or keeping it is controversial. It That's is. where we are in our society. But again, think about. I was watching um, something on. I don't even remember what the show is, but it was um, a new thing, and then they came on with some beauty tips, and they were talking about how thick brows are in now. Now think about all the years that we tweezed our eyebrows to pencil line thin, because that's what we were told we were supposed to be doing. Okay, so it's, I'm just wanting to know, when does the mustache for women come in? <laughs> when is that going to be a, a facial trend? about 1898, and I'm not being funny, when Queen Victoria was in, uh, you know, when she was on the phone, I do believe that it was fashionable to... Be more masculine, if you will. But I also don't think that it's ever going to be in fashion for every woman. And I think you have to choose your happy medium and say, okay, well, I'm going to be me, but I don't like facial hair on my on my face, so I choose to do something about it because it makes me feel good. But at the same time, there's, there's a woman around the block who is like, you know what? I've done this. I'm, you know, certainly I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. And I'm done with this, and I just want to be myself. And I think both of them are right. Well, so here's an interesting thing. One of the uh, groups that I'm involved in is called Sarah's Bag Ladies. And we um, get together and convert grocery sacks into mats for the homeless. And I will tell you that that beautiful woman sitting at the end of the bar was actually the first one to produce a mat for the um, bag ladies. And that was Ruby Reed. But we had a conversation with several of the women, and one of the women uh, quit dyeing her hair. And it was a horrible phase for her because the, it was um, her, her name is Kathy, and the um, hair's growing out, and the gray is there. And she said, and she wasn't going to cut it either. She was just going to grow it out and start putting it behind her hair, uh, you know, put, put it behind her head in a, a ponytail. And it was horrible. She was traumatized. I mean, you know, she felt ugly and that it looked bad. And I similarly, and I think you and I were talking about this, but I'd seen a um, uh, study where they told women, don't squeeze your eyebrows for seven weeks or five weeks. Or six. It was a long time. And two or three of the women were losing it. One of them said, I can't do it anymore. So, I mean, think about, we do it because we're told that that's how you should work. I don't want to call it an addiction, but it is But we want, doesn't it go back to, I want to be liked, I want to be welcomed, I want to conform. I want you to look at me and accept me. Maybe until my early 40s that would be the case, but now I've gotten to the point, and you are the same way, that you start to see your own beauty as you get older in a different way, and you start to accept the things that God or the universe has put upon you as mm-hmm. you're So here's my my thing that I think is a conundrum. That is just great that you and I accept it. But I think the bigger problem is when Ruby walks in and she's not tweezed or, you know, waxed or whatever, or when you walk in, that's right, (laughs) you do look really cute today, by the way. Um, Or if you walk in and you have purple hair or I walk in somewhere and I'm padded up, I mean, the thing is, is 
I wonder how much more energy we need to spend accepting other people versus, I mean, we need to accept ourselves, of course, but, excuse me, how much damage is done when I give you the look? You've seen it, you've seen it, you've given it. So, I mean, it's partly the mean girl, but it's also partly at what point do we say to women, be yourself, and we absolutely let each other be themselves. I know we're not there per se, but I would say that we are leaps and bounds ahead of where we were even a year ago, five years ago. Why? What is the benchmark for us? Because we're talking about it. <laughs> I do not disagree. You bet. We're talking about it. Amen. The only way that you ever make change is that you were to change communication. And the fact that we're even talking about it has taken it a different way. Now, five years from now, we may be laughing about this topic and we don't remember when we did that topic, and now that's not even a big deal. I don't think it's going to be that close, you know, that closely vetted for it to be five years away. But I do believe that every time we talk like this as women and we talk to each other or talk to people in our lives, it's a little bit better. You know, it makes me wonder, though. I, I don't know that it'll ever go away because we are tribal creatures. We are community creatures. We're built to connect. At, at different levels. Well, not even Americans. I think. Oh, I think it's different. In Israel. But even, but but in Israel, it's a different thing. In True. Egypt, it's different things. In what Europe, it's different things. Because here's what, and here's what I'm saying. I think in each culture, we want to conform. I want you to like me. And so, if in our community, I need to have a blue streak in my hair, or my hair needs to be gray, or my hair needs to be brown, or I need to tweeze all the hair stray hair, or not be touched. Do you see where I'm going with this? That that I want to be accepted. I have a thought, and it goes along with this. Ten years ago, you better not have a Kim Kardashian booty. Mm-hmm. You could not get away with a booty. You no. would have been, you know, the only thing You'd have been deformed. What's wrong with you? Love a big butt. And yeah. But now... It is such the fashion, and the bigger the booty, the better. Well, half people are getting booty implants. It's completely done a 180, and it's going back the other way. And you with, with a peach-sized booty, and your Kate Mosses and the people that are thin and have your, what I would call more American booty, or smaller girl booty, are almost It's just refreshing to me. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. So what? So no, no, no. So what I'm I'm thinking here is I think this is a two-edged sword. To the point of the person who wrote in, and we do so very much appreciate you writing. That was great. Yeah, please continue to send us messages and emails. You can go to sarahzinc.com and there's a contact us button. Sarah S A R A H Zinc Z I N K dot com. There's a contact us page there, and you can send your question or comment. I will tell you what I think. There's a two-edged thing here. First of all, as you've been saying, Marla, we have to accept ourselves. Who am I? Who am I? Uh, and we're going to have to show about that. How do I even know who I am if I don't even know how to find out who I am? But the second piece of that is part of the mingle culture is I'm going to see you. Hypothetically, I see Ruby, and I'm like, well, I wouldn't do that, or I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear that, or, well, I, I wouldn't do that. Well, the moment that we begin to step into the other person's shoes without being in the other person's life, that's that moment where we're judging out of fear. 
or we, we have a need to exert power. So I would say, um, as we start to wrap up the thought process for today, I think part of it is two-edged. We have to learn to accept ourselves, but, and I don't have an answer for the facial hair. Do you? I mean, do you have a thought on that? I mean, if I'm in a position, I mean, the, the thought here is this woman was in the position of leadership for a women's or young girls organization, and so she's a quote-unquote role model. No, she wasn't beating herself up. This is someone who wrote in looking at that person. No, what I'm saying is even the person looking at Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I think she's beating herself up too much because it's like you have to censor yourself. And Every minute. You know, <laughs> Every Okay, so we're talking about facial hair on the chin. Okay, what if she had bushy eyebrows? Would, would we even be having this conversation? What if she didn't take care of her hair? What if she didn't wear makeup? I mean, I don't have answers. This may be another show. Can I absolve you of that? Meaning that I don't think we're going to find the answer here today, but one of the things I think is very important is to be able to We want to hear your thoughts because we don't. Mm-mm. I mean, is it acceptance? And at what point? Well, then we go into, you know, then you don't have to. I mean, I'm a firm believer that makeup is a tool, just like guys have ties and, you know, shoes. And I love makeup. I love makeup. Yes, but there are women who are like, I don't have to wear makeup. Um, okay. Well, is that. Okay. So, um, you know, but yet, um, hypothetically, and this is not a political com- commentary. Um, uh, political uh, Hillary wore pants all the time. Well, okay, I didn't vote for her, but I'm telling you, I I, I was uh, shocked at the at the the skewing of criticism for that. And so here we are as women saying, love yourself, accept yourself, accept each other, don't be a mean girl, blah blah blah. And here we are saying, be yourself, but not like that. Yeah. <laughs> So the thought, I think, that um, Marla and I, and, and certainly I'll give Marla an opportunity to speak for herself, but I think the, the overriding thought is great to accept yourself, but I would encourage those of you who are listening to send a little energy and effort to be accepting of other people as well. That, uh, you know, okay, are you distracted by the chin hair because you have made a value judgment on that person for not doing something that you would do? Um, is your, you know, how 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 well do they carry out their job? How effectively do they? I mean, see, we're we're focusing on okay, that guy's wearing a bow tie versus say straight tie, but are they doing the job? That guy is covered in tattoos, but how well is he doing his work? So we got to figure out what the yardstick is to do the measuring here. Marla, do you have a thought before I shut down the show? I think kind of my first thought for today is that you could beat themselves up too much for their idios, for their things that they feel are inadequate about themselves. But I also think that you don't know someone's experience until you talk to them about it. So I would encourage to open up the dialogue. Once I started talking to my friends about my hair problems, and then I found out that one of my best friends is actually losing her hair and does a comb over. I mean, there's just so many things that you can think about that everybody needs to care about. But one thing I want to encourage is to open up that dialogue and talk about it.
instead of making it a hidden thing to be ashamed of, you have a question. It's just like anything else. If you're curious about something, ask a question. If you're uncomfortable with something, ask yourself why. Maybe somebody had hair psychosis at some point or they had their own hair issues. Or maybe you're... They can't understand why you can't. Yeah, I mean, maybe you're struggling to keep all the... I mean, I'm telling you, if I do not wax and pluck, I could compete in a beard and muscle. <laughs> it's it's that bad. I, I mean, as you get older, I'm just telling you, it gets worse. But when I see other people, I can't say I've been in that position where I think about it. So, all right. Well, for those of you who are listening, uh, you have been, uh, you have joined Marla Watson and I for the cocktail hour. We've been at Mellow Mushroom in Mansfield. Totally delightful day. want to encourage you to tune in every week as we uh, travel around the Dallas-Fortworth area, sampling different cocktails of the week, and uh, checking out uh, the best bartenders in town. Marla? I was just going to say one last thing. Uh, we are so very excited about going around all the different bars, all the different places. If you're listening and you're one of those bars and you want us to come over and do the show, our home is at Ellen's, but we travel all around the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We want to know where your cocktails are. We love cocktails, and we want you to share. Absolutely. And I just want to remind you that you have been listening to Sarah Says, The Cocktail Hour, with Sarah Zink and Marla Watson, produced by the Exit 98 Group. And until we get together again, my dear, sweet, precious friend, you have been Zink. to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep and she don't know where to find them. Yo! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.